Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we will have one song. Uh, and then, David, you still have announcements. You pawn that off. You still have announcements. Okay. David has announcements. Two more songs. Then David gets right back up here and gives a lesson this evening. Our first song is number 892, The Steadfast Love of the Lord. 892. Yeah, I'm waiting for your, you to make contact, Jerry. If you, if you would, let's stand for this song, please. <laughs> 892, Steadfast Love of the Lord. Please be seated. Good evening, church family. A couple of announcements before we have our devotional. Um, as a reminder that tomorrow is the ladies' class at 10 a.m. Um, uh, the uh, information, I believe, um, Juana said y'all be talking about Joseph. Is that right? Yes, I remembered it. Joseph. Um, and this paper will be out in the foyer for you to grab if you're wanting to join the ladies' class tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Also, uh, Friday night will be game night from 7 to 9. Bring your cards or board games. We'll love to have you. Um, I'll also try to uh, stream the Fairland football game as well, uh, if we can find that. So I'll try to stream that as well. That's Friday night from 7 to 9. Also, this Sunday will be uh, our potluck, Church Eat Church. Um, so it should be a lot, a lot of fun. Everyone's invited, invite friends to come. Um, it's always a great time. Then we have 1 o'clock service. There will be no 6 o'clock service. And then also that same Sunday on August 28th, we'll be heading, I'll be taking the bus to Cerrito uh, to Austin's Ice Cream, which sounds delicious right now. Um, so uh, we'll be heading to Austin, um, Austin's at 7.30 on August 28th. And also the directory is out on the foyer. Now this directory says do not take home, so please do not take directory home. Um, it is for everyone to check. Check your name, your address, your phone number, um, 
If you want to get your picture taken in it, please see Connie. Connie, raise your hands if you're new here and you don't know who Connie is. So, um, but uh, uh, if you're wanting that done, please see her. We're trying to get this done by the end of the month, so uh, I don't think we will, but uh, maybe next month or so. We're trying to get it done as quickly as possible. Um, updates on our prayer list. Uh, remember to continue to keep the Diamond family in your prayers. Dottie uh, Diamond, who's been battling cancer uh, for, for a while, uh, passed away Monday night. Uh, the, the funeral and everything was yesterday. It was private for the family. Um, if you would like, um, they didn't take flowers or anything, but if you'd like to make a donation uh, to the family to help them pay for the funeral, you can, that can be made at Hall's Funeral Home. Also, uh, Philip Hellman, a friend of Cynthia Picklesheimer, he passed away yesterday. So remember to keep the Hamlin family in your prayers at this time as well. Uh, Leah Payne, uh, last night was sent to the ER for an allergic reaction to some, uh, some medicine. So remember to keep uh, her in your prayers. And also Jerry Fry met with the heart doctors in Cleveland Clinic. Um, and they're going to run some more tests, uh, a PET scan so that way they understand where the blood flow is coming from. So remember to continue to keep Jerry Fry in your prayers at this time as well. That's all the announcements I have. Is there anything else that someone, someone else may have? All right, let's go to God in prayer at this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for all the many blessings you give us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to come here this evening, Lord, to learn more about you, to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time that you, you be with our sick, Lord. We ask you to be with the Diamond family and the Hamlin family, the loss of their loved ones, Lord. Just be with their families, Lord, and comfort them, Lord. Lord, we know that grieving is hard and it's a long, long process, Lord, but we know that you're always there with us and you're always there to comfort us during our time of need. Lord, we ask you this time to be with Leah Payne and Jerry Fry and so many others on our prayer list, Lord, that, that are needing our prayers. Lord, we ask you to heal them, get them back to 100% health, Lord. Be with the ones who are taking care of them. Be with their family members and their doctors, Lord. Lord, we also ask you to continue to be with our youth here. Lord, we ask you that, that they always follow your word, that they look for strength and guidance through your word, Lord, that... that they will be a shining examples while they're at school of you, Lord. Lord, and we also ask you, the ones who are struggling at this time with maybe depression or addictions or anything that, that's hindering them from following you, Lord. Lord, we, we pray that you be with those, those illnesses, Lord, that, that you can help them to get over their needs, Lord, and that, they, that way they can more put their focus on you. Lord, we ask you to be with us the rest of this week. Watch over us and keep us safe, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Next song this evening is number 977. 977, the battle belongs to the Lord. And heavenly honor will enter the land. The battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, 
Bison this evening? Number 829, Mansion Over the Hilltop. 829. I'm satisfied with just kind of Should be number 272. I have decided to follow Jesus. David. I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> One of my uh, favorite movies. Um, of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, what made me think of it is that uh, Ben Parker made this and he gave it to me. So I'm going to set this up here so that way you know which ark I'm talking about. Not the boat. Um, but one of my favorite movies is Raiders of the Lost Ark. And the reason why I like this movie because it tells a story of a guy. Um, but also about the about a guy who is, is searching for biblical artifacts. And, uh, of course, my favorite part of the movie, I'm sure like everybody else is, who's seen the movie, is when the guy's face melts off. I mean, that's, that was pretty neat of the story. But it's about a story about Indiana Jones, and he's there with the Nazis, and they're, looking, they're both looking for the Ark, 
Uh, the Nazis want to use the ark for, for war, and Indiana Jones wants to bring it to a museum. And um, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'm not going to ruin it for you, but uh, all the older Indiana Jones movies are great, except the new one, um, I suggest not seeing that one, Crystal Skull, I think is the name of it, but all the old movies are really good because they all focus on biblical artifacts, the Holy Grail, the Tabernacle. Um, but I always thought it would be a really cool job to look through the Bible and hunt for these artifacts. And, of course, I don't know about you, um, the swing a whip like Indiana Jones does. I'm sure most boys here probably bought a whip because they saw Indiana Jones and they wanted to swing a whip like he did. But there's a story in the Bible that's kind of like that. And it's found in 2 Chronicles. If you want to turn your Bibles there, it's 2 Chronicles, starting in verse 1. And I'm not going to read verse by verse because um, I don't have time because um, I still want to have class. And uh, class, uh, middle school and high school class, please pay attention because this is what we are going to go over in our Bible class this evening. But turn your Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 1, starting in verse 1. And it starts off with Solomon. And Solomon is a son of David. And Solomon, he had a firm grip of his kingdom. And God was with Solomon. God was there to help Solomon. So Solomon addresses Israel. And he addresses the commanders. He addresses the captains, he addresses the judges, he addresses every leader there, even the heads of the family. Then Solomon and the entire company of the commanders and captains and judges and, and every leader in the households all came together in the middle of Gideon to worship God. Because that's where a tent was. The meeting of God was there. It was a tent that, one of Mo that Moses built in the wilderness to worship God. Now, the ark was in Jerusalem. David had taken the ark to Jerusalem, and he prepared a special place there in Israel for it. In Jerusalem, I'm sorry, Jerusalem. So, Moses pitched a tent for it, and, and they put a bronze altar there. And that's the reason why I think it would be neat to be Indiana Jones to find this bronze altar, to see what it looked like. It doesn't give very much detail on it, but I would just love to see what it looked like. So it was placed in the tabernacle of God, and there's Solomon encouraged everybody to gather there to pray in front of this bronze altar. So Solomon starts worshiping at this bronze altar to God in front of the tent. And he sacrifices thousands of offerings, of burnt offerings to God. Now similarities to David that Solomon had here, Solomon was on his journey to Gideon very similar to David's mission on to retrieve the ark in 1 Corinthians 13 through 16. 
Just like David, Solomon understood the importance of getting everybody in Israel involved in 1 Kings 2.4. Solomon stayed focused and he began to reign over Israel just as David did. Solomon does that to worship God and he does that to seek guidance from God. Now starting in verse 7, Solomon has a dream. And verse 7 says, That night God appeared to Solomon. God said, What do you want from me? Ask. Solomon has his dream, and, and in this dream, God is saying, Ask. Whatever you want. It's almost like Solomon was handed a magic lamp, and he rubs a magic lamp, and a genie pops out, and the genie says, I grant you one wish. Tell me what that wish is, it's your, whatever your heart desires. Just ask. It's exactly what God does to Solomon. He says, just ask. So we see in verse 8 through 10, Solomon answers, you know, you are so gracious and kind with my father, David. And now you have made me king, just like my father. I want you to speak to me the same way you spoke to my father. Because, God, you've given me this astonishing task. A task of ruling over these people. So yes, God, give me wisdom and give me knowledge as you gave my father. Give me the wisdom and knowledge to come and go with the people. To lead these people. Let me lead your people. What I, saw, what I want us to see here is Solomon is that he's requesting wisdom and knowledge. Solomon is not focused on selfish ambition. but on the need to govern his people wisely. So looking at the last two verses here, 11 through 12, God answers Solomon back. He says, you know, what you're asking from me came from your heart. You didn't ask for money. You didn't ask for wealth. You didn't ask for fame. You didn't ask for doom and gloom on your enemies. You didn't even ask for a long life. Solomon, what you did ask for was for wisdom and knowledge. So that way you can govern my people well. 
because Solomon asked that, God gave him wisdom and knowledge. But he also gave him a little bonus. God still gave him money. God still gave him wealth. He even told him that he would be more popular than any other kings before and after. See, my point is this. Every leader, every leader establishes his or her priority list in their life. But we must learn on what that priority is first. I mean, it would have been easy for Solomon to do the easy thing first, wouldn't it? He could have chosen to focus on the easy task ahead of him, but he didn't. He could have focused on the fun things first. He could have chosen to focus on the riches and fame. But he didn't. His priority maybe could have been on the urgent things first. He could have built the temple. Or maybe he could have focused on the hard things first. He could have sought favor from the people who did not like him. But what he did do, what he did do was he focused on the first thing first. He chose to seek the wisdom to glorify God. See, when Solomon became the king of Israel... He had every opportunity to ask God for anything. Instead of requesting riches and fame, he asked God for wisdom to lead his people well. That was the right answer. God said that was the right answer. God responded by rewarding him not only with the things he asked for, but he asked, he gave him so much more. Solomon understood on how to prioritize on what you should be focused on and how it works. We must put first things first in our life. No doubt that Solomon faced the same things that we face today. But he focused on God first. And everything else was second. Now before I close, there's three questions I want you to ask yourself. Three questions for my class. This is what we're talking about in class, so I want you to pay attention. But these are three questions you should ask yourself. What are you focused on in your personal life this year? What are you focused on in your personal life this year?
Second, how are you going to focus on God this year? And third, how are you going to prioritize your focus this year on what God is going to do first in your life? We all get tied up in the world. But God should be our main focus in our life. Everything else should come second. Now maybe you're here this evening and you struggled with knowing what God wants you to do. You get so caught up in in the world that you lose focus on what's important in your life. It's because Satan has a hold of you. He doesn't want you thinking about what comes first in your life. He doesn't want you focusing on God. He doesn't want you focusing on Jesus. Now maybe you strayed away from that and you need the prayers of the congregation to help you get back on track. To help you bring back that focus. To help you get your mindset right. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we all need our mindset right. Sometimes we need help of prayers to get our mindset right. To put the first thing first in our life. We'd be more than happy to do that. Or maybe you're not a child of God. That's what you first need to be. Now is the time to do that. Why don't you do that as we come and sing? Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and everything you've given us. Thank you for the lesson, Lord. Please help us apply it to our lives, Lord. And please help us be influenced in class. And please just be with everyone who needs you, Lord. And be with everyone who needs help physically, mentally. Be with our country. Please help us rely on you, Lord. And please help us just be like you. And in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.